The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Happy Tuesday and a little bit early Merry Christmas. I'll explain in just a minute. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, September 28, 2021, Tuesday of the 26th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year B, Cycle 1. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the Rosary, and today is the optional memorial of St. Wenceslaus. This is the man we sing about at Christmas time, who looked out upon the Feast of Stephen, when the snow lay round about deep and crisp and even, born in 907 near Prague, he was the son of Duke Radislaw. He was taught Christianity by his grandmother, St. Ludmilla. Now the Magyars murdered the Duke and St. Ludmilla and took over the government. But after a coup in 922, Wenceslaus was declared the new ruler. He encouraged Christianity. Now, Boleslaus, his brother, was no longer a successor to the throne after Wenceslaus' son was born. So Boleslaus joined a group of Czech dissenters. They invited Wenceslaus to a religious festival, trapped and killed him on the way to Mass. The year was 935. St. Wenceslaus is the patron of Bohemia, the Czech Republic, and the city of Prague. St. Wenceslaus, pray for us, and let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. With Pope Francis, we pray that we all will make courageous choices for a simple and environmentally sustainable lifestyle, rejoicing in our young people who are resolutely committed to this. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. We ask the Holy Spirit to guide us in our prayer so that we really have a dialogue with Jesus and with the entire Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And I wanted to start this time of prayer with a passage from the Gospel. Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem, and he's stopping in different villages along the way. And what he does is he sends some of the disciples to go ahead of him in order to prepare his arrival. And we read, On the way, they entered a Samaritan village to prepare for his reception there. But they would not welcome him because the destination of his journey was Jerusalem. When the disciples James and John saw this, they asked, Lord, do you want us to call down fire from heaven to consume them? Jesus turned and rebuked them. 
and they journeyed to another village. So the disciples go to a town in order to prepare the arrival of Jesus, to talk about Jesus, and the town doesn't want to hear it. And so the disciples get angry. And James and John, known as the sons of thunder, well, they they certainly seem to deserve that name here. And they say, Lord, do you want us to call down fire from heaven to consume them? But Jesus not only says no, he rebukes them and says, let's move on to the next village. Jesus, you are the one who is rejected and you hold no anger. You even correct the apostles strongly and you move on. You move on to the next village. You move on to the next task at hand. Jesus, you are both God and man, and you encountered difficulties. You encountered rejection. In fact, you still do. And sometimes rejection from me. And thankfully, you you don't plan revenge. You don't plan revenge against that town. You don't get angry. You don't throw a fit. You don't get stuck in the mud. It's simply time to move on to the next part of God's will. There's a great lesson for us here. When Because we encounter difficulties. We encounter obstacles. We can encounter rejection. And we're not alone. Because Jesus was and is today also rejected. There's an autobiography by a man who was a very successful uh, American football coach. And at the beginning of his career, things didn't go all that well. And um, he says that at the age of 28, he and his wife, who had a budding family, are deciding what direction he should go in professionally. He's always wanted to coach, but has had a really hard time keeping a job. And so they're they're trying to to talk it out and see well should he should he change professions should he go to law school. And so he writes in his book that after having prayed about it a lot, and after having talked it over with his wife, they decide to give coaching a try for five years. And then, if after five years it hasn't gone well, he'll try something else. Thinking basically, thirty three is young enough age to change careers. So shortly after that, after that decision, uh, the beginning of this five-year stint (laughs) in trying to get established as as a football coach, he gets an offer to be an assistant coach in a university in a different state. In fact, very, very far away from where he was living. So he's very excited. He accepts the job and he takes his wife and his two kids His wife was actually pregnant with their third at the time. And they go to this new state. They move into a new house. And they haven't even unpacked the boxes yet. It's the first day of work. And he finds out that the head coach, so the man who had hired him, has quit. Just out of the blue. Quits. So then there's this great big question. What is going to happen to him? Will the new coach, whoever he is, will the new coach keep him? 
And so he writes, he writes in his book, I didn't know the new coach and didn't know anyone who knew him. But he had a reputation for being fair. So I did my best to impress him when he came to interview the assistant coaches. I must have done a great job because he fired me within the hour. And as I was leaving his office after receiving that bad news, he said, oh, one more thing. Yes, I said. Have you ever thought about going to a different profession? Well, that was a tough moment because all of a sudden he just moved to a new state with a young family and he's without a job. But he didn't give up. He and his he even asked his wife, should we should we just start looking for a new job now? And they said, No, no. We decided that we we're gonna try this for five years. It was something we really prayed about, that we really talked about, something we saw in the presence of God. And so this this setback, this disappointment, was not going to change their plans. In fact, his wife got a job while he looked for one. And eventually he found one and his career moved on. And his name is Lou Holtz, a pretty famous name in the United States. And he became a very successful football coach for Notre Dame. Coach Holtz did not dwell on the defeat. In fact, he didn't really have time to. He had his wife and his kids. And he held no grudges. He moved on. And talking about that, that whole event, he even says that, well, God has a sense of humor, and sometimes we have a hard time understanding the jokes. But then later on, we do. We see that God did have a plan. So defeat and disappointment, rejection, as in the case of Jesus, and also Coach Holtz, it can happen, and it can be hard. And strong feelings and emotions can really well up within us. So in the presence of our Lord, we can ask, how do we handle these moments? Jesus, help me realize that you went through those difficult moments and, are, and continue to be rejected today. And sometimes I am the one rejecting you. But help me turn to you in those difficult moments when I may feel alone, angry, really angry, or really sad, help me turn to you in prayer. Help me turn to you in the sacraments, particularly the Eucharist, and also in the sacrament of confession. Maybe sometimes the emotions get the best of me and I don't react the way I should. Help me turn to you in the cross. Help me resist the temptation to seek out easy compensation or illicit pleasures that don't actually help me deal with the difficulties. Help me, Jesus, seek help in others who care about me, talking to someone, a spouse, a friend, a spiritual director, a confessor. The point is not to spiral into anger or discouragement, but to look ahead to the next step, to the next village, as in the case of Jesus, or the next job application in the case of Coach Holtz. There is a way out. I wanted to read a quote here. We need to set aside all anger and disappointment and to embrace the way things are, even when they do not turn out as we wish. 
not with mere resignation, but with hope and courage. In this way, we become open to a deeper meaning. Our lives can be miraculously reborn if we find the courage to live them in accordance with the gospel. It does not matter if everything seems to have gone wrong or some things can no longer be fixed. God can make flowers spring up from stony ground. That's from Pope Francis's letter on St. Joseph. God can make flowers spring up from stony ground. Or as Coach Holt said, he has a sense of humor. Even though sometimes we may not get the joke. <laughs> but we're not alone. God is our Father. He's a loving Father. And He has a plan. So Jesus, thank you for everything you've done for me. Thank you for being by my side always. Help me be focused on your will. On the next step that you've planned for my life. No matter what difficulties or obstacles I may go through. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. More at 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. We begin our day of prayer in just a minute. This is Daybreak. 19 past the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and, and my, my mouth, mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord our mighty God. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to Him. We are His people, the sheep of His flock. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Go within His gates giving thanks. Enter His courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to Him and bless His name. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal His merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God.
Surrender to God, and He will do everything for you. Surrender to God, and and He will do everything for you. Do not fret because of the wicked. Do not envy those who do evil, for they wither quickly like grass and fade like the green of the fields. If you trust in the Lord and do good, then you will live in the land and be secure. If you find your delight in the Lord, He will grant your heart's desire. Commit your life to the Lord. Trust in Him and He will act. So that your justice breaks forth like the light, your cause like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait in patience. Do not fret at the man who prospers, a man who makes evil plots, to bring down the needy and the poor. Calm your anger and forget your rage. Do not fret. It only leads to evil. For those who do evil shall perish. The patient shall inherit the land. A little longer, and the wicked shall have gone. Look at his place. He is not there. But the humble shall own the land and enjoy the fullness of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Surrender to God, and and He will do everything for you. Turn away from evil. Learn to do God's will. The Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. Turn Turn away from evil. Learn to do God's will. And the Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. The wicked man plots against the just and gnashes his teeth against him. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that his day is at hand. The sword of the wicked is drawn. His bow is bent to slaughter the upright. Their sword shall pierce their own hearts, and their bows shall be broken to pieces. The just man's few possessions are better than the wicked man's wealth. For the power of the wicked shall be broken, and the Lord will support the just. He protects the lives of the upright. Their heritage will last forever. They shall not be put to shame in evil days. In time of famine, their food shall not fail. But all the wicked shall perish, and all the enemies of the Lord. They are like the beauty of the meadows. They shall vanish. They shall vanish like smoke. The wicked man borrows without repaying. 
but the just man is generous and gives. Those blessed by the Lord shall own the land, but those he has cursed shall be destroyed. The Lord guides the steps of a man and makes safe the path of one he loves. Though he stumble, he shall never fall, for the Lord holds him by the hand. I was young, and now I am old, but I have never seen the just man forsaken, nor his children begging for bread. All the day he is generous and lends, and his children become a blessing. Then turn away from evil and do good, and you shall have a home forever. For the Lord loves justice and will never forsake his friends. The unjust shall be wiped out forever, and the children of the wicked destroyed. The just shall inherit the land, there they shall live forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Turn Turn away from evil, learn to do God's will, and the Lord will strengthen you if you obey him. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in his way. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in his way. The just man's mouth utters wisdom, and his lips speak what is right. The law of his God is in his heart. His steps shall be saved from stumbling. The wicked man watches for the just and seeks occasion to kill him. The Lord will not leave him in his power, nor let him be condemned when he is judged. Then wait for the Lord, keep to his way. It is he who will free you from the wicked, raise you up to possess the land and see the wicked destroyed. I have seen the wicked triumphant, towering like a cedar of Lebanon. I passed by again. He was gone. I searched. He was nowhere to be found. See the just man. Mark the upright. For the peaceful man a future lies in store. But sinners shall all be destroyed. No future lies in store for the wicked. The salvation of the just comes from the Lord their stronghold in time of distress. The Lord helps them and delivers them and saves them, for their refuge is in Him. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. You proclaim the poor to be blessed, Lord Jesus for the kingdom of heaven is given to them. Fill us generously with your gifts. Teach us to put our trust in the Father and to seek his kingdom first of all, rather than imitate the powerful and envy the rich. Wait for the Lord to lead, then then follow in his way. Teach me goodness and holy wisdom, for I have put my trust in your guidance. From the letter of the Apostle Paul to the Philippians. Conduct yourselves in a way worthy of the gospel of Christ. If you do, whether I come and see you myself or hear about your behavior from a distance, it will be clear that you are standing firm 
in unity of spirit and exerting yourselves with one accord for the faith of the gospel. Do not be intimidated by your opponents in any situation. Their opposition foreshadows downfall for them, but salvation for you. All this is as God intends, for it is your special privilege to take Christ's part, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for him. Yours is the same struggle as mine, the one in which you formerly saw me engaged and now hear that I am caught up. In the name of the encouragement you owe me in Christ, in the name of the solace that love can give, of fellowship in spirit, compassion, and pity, I beg you, make my joy complete by your unanimity, possessing the one love, united in spirit and ideals. Never act out of rivalry or conceit. Rather, let all parties think humbly of themselves as superior to themselves, each of you looking to others' interests rather than his own. Your attitude must be that of Christ's. Though he was in the form of God, he did not deem equality with God something to be grasped at. Rather, he emptied himself and took the form of a slave, being born in the likeness of men. He was known to be of human estate, and it was thus that he humbled himself, obediently accepting even death, death on a cross. Because of this, God highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name above every other name, so that at Jesus' name, Every knee must bend. In the heavens, on the earth, and under the earth, and every tongue proclaim to the glory of God the Father, Jesus Christ is Lord. The Word of the Lord. Christ bore our sins on the cross so that we might die to sin and live a life of holiness. Through his death, he he broke broke the power of the the devil, the prince prince of of death. Our faith rests on Jesus, who endured the cross for the sake of the joy that lay before him. Through Through his death, he he broke the power of the devil, the prince of death. A reading from a letter to the Philippians by St. Polycarp, Bishop and Martyr. Presbyters should be sympathetic and merciful to everyone, bringing back those who have wandered, visiting the sick. They must not neglect widows and orphans or the poor, ever providing for what is good in the sight of God and of men. They should refrain entirely from anger, human respect and prejudice. Avarice should be wholly alien to them. Nor should they be rash in believing something said against another, nor too severe in judging others since they know that we are all debtors through sin. If then we pray to the Lord to forgive us, we must in turn forgive, for we live under the eye of our Lord and God, and we must all stand before the judgment seat of God 
each to give an account of himself. Let us then serve God with fear and awe. The Lord's command is also the command of the apostles, who preached the gospel to us, to say nothing of the prophets who foretold the Lord's coming. Our observance of what is good should be meticulous, avoiding anything that might cause another to stumble. We must shun false brothers and those who assume the Lord's name hypocritically and lead the unwary into error. For anyone who does not confess that Jesus has come in the flesh is the Antichrist, and anyone who refuses to admit the testimony of the cross is of the devil. Whoever perverts the Lord's words to suit his own desires and denies that there is a resurrection or a judgment is the firstborn of Satan. So let us abandon the folly of the masses and their false teaching and return to the teaching that was handed down to us from the beginning. We must be alert in prayer, constant in fasting, and in our prayers let us beg God who sees everything not to lead us into temptation. As the Lord has said, The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So let us persevere in the pledge of our righteousness and in our hope that is in Christ Jesus. In his mouth no hint of guilt was discovered. He committed no sin, and yet bore our sins in his own body on the tree. Rather, he endured everything for our sake, so that we might live in him. Let us then imitate his constancy. If we should suffer because of his name, let us give him that glory. For this is the personal example he has given us. This is the object of our faith. We should be concerned with living honorable lives, not only in the sight of God, but in the sight of all men. Let us never give any offense to anyone. So, so that, that our, our ministry, ministry may, may not, not be blamed. I trust in God, and I strive to keep a clear conscience before God and men. So, so that, that our ministry, ministry may, may not, not be blamed. blamed. Let us pray. O God, who manifest your almighty power above all by pardoning and showing mercy, bestow, we pray, your grace abundantly upon us and make those hastening to attain your promises heirs to the treasure of heaven. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 22 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming right up along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Tuesday, September 28, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, we find out why the Lord nicknamed James and John the Sons of Thunder. It's from the ninth chapter of the Gospel of Luke. When the days drew near for him to be received up, he set his face to go to Jerusalem. And he sent messengers ahead of him, who went and entered a village of the Samaritans, to make ready for him. But the people would not receive him, because his face was set toward Jerusalem. When his disciples, James and John, saw it, they said, 
Lord, do you want us to bid fire come down from heaven and consume them? But he turned and rebuked them, and they went on to another village. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, more at RelevantRadio.com. All of the daily mass readings are on the Relevant Radio app. Now, the Twelve Apostles were not perfect men. Scripture bears this out over and over again. So, we need to be a little bit gentle with ourselves when we find out that we are not perfect. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. As the time drew near for him to be taken up to heaven, Jesus resolutely took the road for Jerusalem. Upon his entering a Samaritan village, the people would not receive him because he was making for Jerusalem. The Lord takes no action against the Samaritans for their inhospitable behavior. He does not even speak ill of them. He prefers to lead his company to another village. The apostles react in a different manner. James and John ask the Lord, Do you want us to call down fire from heaven to burn them up? The Lord takes advantage of the opportunity to teach his disciples to be understanding towards everyone even towards those who do not understand them. The Gospels are replete with examples of the personal defects of the apostles. James and John and the others had their shortcomings, even as they took in the words and example of the Master. God knows that spiritual growth takes time. He has no illusions about the weaknesses and defects of his disciples in every period of history. It was this same indignant John who would write many years later, He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. He has been converted into the one we remember as the apostle of charity and love. Without ever losing his identity, John was transformed by the workings of the Holy Spirit. The central theme of his letters is charity. St. Augustine has commented on the first letter of John that he said many things. Practically all of them were related to charity. It is John who has given us Christ's new commandment, the mandatum novum that is the distinguishing characteristic of his disciples. John learned a fundamental lesson from the Master, that if we love one another, God abides in us, and his love is perfected in us. Tradition has preserved for us a number of details about the final years of John's life. He always insisted on the importance of fraternal love. St. Jerome relates that when the disciples took John to prayer services, the apostle would repeat again and again, Little children, love one another. When the disciples asked him why he always said the same thing, John answered, This is the Lord's commandment. If you follow that commandment, It is enough. Whenever we have a glimpse of our many defects, we should meditate on the lives of the saints. They had their defects as well, but they struggled against their defects with humility and ultimately achieved sanctity. This has been true despite personal faults that have led to unchristian behavior, as we once saw in the case of St. John. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. 
14 before the hour. Let's pray with the whole church once again. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Send forth your light and your truth. Lord, send forth your light and your truth. Defend me, O God, and plead my cause against a godless nation. From deceitful and cunning men, rescue me, O God. Since you, O God, are my stronghold, why have you rejected me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe? O send forth your light and your truth. Let these be my guide. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to the place where you dwell. And I will come to the altar of God, the God of my joy. My Redeemer, I will thank you on the harp, O God, my God. Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God, I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty Father, source of everlasting light, send forth your truth into our hearts and pour over us the brightness of your light. Lord, Lord, send send forth forth your your light and and your your truth. Lord, keep us safe all the days of our lives. Lord, keep keep us us safe all the days of our lives. Once I said, In the noontime of life I must depart to the gates of the netherworld where I shall be consigned for the rest of my years. I said, I shall see the Lord no more in the land of the living. No longer shall I behold my fellow men among those who dwell in the world. My dwelling, like a shepherd's tent, is struck down and borne away from me. You have folded up my life like a weaver who severs the last thread. Day and night you give me over to torment. 
I cry out until the dawn. Like a lion, he breaks all my bones. Day and night, you give me over to torment. Like a swallow, I utter shrill cries. I moan like a dove. My eyes grow weak, gazing heavenward. O Lord, I am in straits. Be my surety. You have preserved my life from the pit of destruction. When you cast behind your back all my sins. For it is not the netherworld that gives you thanks, nor death that praises you. Neither do those who go down into the pit await your kindness. The living, the living give you thanks, as I do today. Fathers declare to their sons, O God, your faithfulness. The Lord is our Savior. We shall sing to stringed instruments in the house of the Lord all the days of our life. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now, and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, keep, keep us safe all the days of our life. To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. To you, our praise is due in Zion, O God. To you, we pay our vows, you who hear our prayer. To you, all flesh will come with its burden of sin. Too heavy for us are offenses, but you wipe them away. Blessed is he whom you choose and call to dwell in your courts. We are filled with the blessings of your house, of your holy temple. You keep your pledge with wonders, O God, our Savior, the hope of all the earth and of far distant isles. You uphold the mountains with your strength. You are girded with power. You still the roaring of the seas the roaring of their waves and the tumult of the peoples. The ends of the earth stand in awe at the sight of your wonders. The lands of sunrise and sunset you fill with your joy. You care for the earth. Give it water. You fill it with riches. Your river in heaven brims over to provide its grain. And thus you provide for the earth you drench its furrows, you level it, soften it with showers, you bless its growth. You crown the year with your goodness, abundance flows in your steps, in the pastures of the wilderness it flows. The hills are girded with joy, the meadows covered with flocks, the valleys are decked with wheat, they shout for joy, yes, they sing. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, hope of all the earth, hear the humble prayer of your children as we sing your praises. Pour out your Spirit on us, 
so that our lives may bear fruit abundantly. To you, O God, our our praise is due in Zion. A reading from 1 Thessalonians You are not in the dark, brothers, that the day should catch you off guard like a thief. No, all of you are children of light and of the day, We belong neither to darkness nor to night. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Lord, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Lord, Lord, listen listen to to my cry. All All my trust trust is in in your promise. promise. Dawn finds me watching, crying out for you. All my trust is in your promise. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Lord, save us from the hands of all who hate us. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, Save us from the hands of all who hate us. Let us bless our Savior who enlightens the world by his resurrection. Let us humbly beg him. Keep us, Lord, on your path. Keep Keep us, Lord, on your path. Lord Jesus, we honor your resurrection in our morning prayer. The hope of your glory enlightens our day. Keep Keep us, Lord, on your path. Accept, Lord, our prayers and petitions as the first fruits of our day. Keep, Keep us, Lord, on your path. Grant that we may progress today in your love. And that all things may work together for our good and the good of all. Keep, Keep us, Lord, Lord, on your path. Make our light shine so brightly before men that seeing our good works they may give glory to the Father. Keep us, Lord, on your path. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, 
who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord Jesus Christ, true light of the world, you guide all mankind to salvation. Give us the courage, strength, and grace to build a world of justice and peace, ready for the coming of that kingdom. You live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Tuesday Good News Day, so get ready to go out and share it. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.